Hello, 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 and welcome to Bo Knows Stuff. I have no idea what episode number this is, but that's all right. This episode is intended to discuss if you're having trouble getting started exercising, or if you started exercising already, especially during this lockdown when I'm recording this, and you uh, might not have gotten the right guidance, which I have seen all too often because that can lead to issues down the line. So we're going to simplify it. We're going to talk about three steps that you need to do to ensure you're progressing along the right path. And we're going to try to really keep it simple and short. Let's see what I can do. And first of all, before we even get to step one, really step zero is start with why. A lot of us look past this point. It requires a little bit of uh, in-depth introversion, uh, introception, really looking within. Those are fancy words uh, that might have actually been out of context there, but uh, intro, uh, look within, intro. I'm introing this concept and we're going to look within. Start with why. Great book by Simon Sinek. Um, a lot of great content that he puts out that I know I personally want to keep revisiting. I really like a lot of his stuff and I, I, I recommend it to a lot of folks. Um, but start with why. Before you start exercising, people say, I want to lose 20 pounds. All right, well, why not 19? Why not 21? Um, is that your magical weight? What if your overall, you only lose 10 pounds, but you've gained 10 pounds of muscle, you know, so are those things that you're okay with? Overall, you're feeling better. Your sex drive is better. Your hunger is better. Your health is better. Um, these are all things that are, again, a little more complicated to look at. It's easy to overlook a lot of these things, but bottom line is if you can start with your why, you're also more likely to stick with whatever the difficult program is, whether it's walk 30 minutes a day, whether it's floss your teeth every day, uh, do 100 push-ups a day, whatever the, the difficult thing is, um, you're going to be more likely to stick to it, with it if you can say, I'm doing this because I want to see my granddaughter you know, and be able to walk her down the aisle, or I want to be able to climb Mount Everest in 2022. Whatever it is, you got to find what really matters to you. And it's got to be, again, something that's really important. So it keeps you motivated. So if you're doing it at seven in the morning, when you wake up, it's easy to hit snooze and just roll back to sleep. Or say, hey, I have a reason why I'm getting up. Like I know I need to improve my health so that I can live 10 extra years um, and, and see you know down the line what that looks like. So do you have a why? That's step zero. Moving into step one, again, I'm going through this a little bit quick for the sake of time, but mechanics. So when it comes to, we're talking about exercise, movement, mechanics or form uh, is something that is super important to nail down. Again, any qualified personal trainer, physical therapist, any movement specialist um, who wants to claim that title should be working with you to ensure you are moving well, you're using good muscles. All right. I don't want this to be something that stops you from going for a walk, but even walking comes with a little bit of risk that we could say, Hey, your hips are a little, you know, out of whack or your left leg is a lot stronger than your right leg. We want you to walk, but maybe if we can identify that, have an assessment when it comes to mechanics of lunges or, or hinges, which is one that most people don't do very well, um, or squats, uh, you know, can we help you move better, more efficiently? I'm going to use the quick analogy of, 
uh, our cars. Most of us have cars. Um, I, I grew up in New York City, so I didn't have a car for a very long time. But the basic analogy of a car, if you have one or if you don't, you should get this, is we take it to the mechanic. We want to make sure that everything's working well. We should be doing the same for our bodies. Can we push well um, in the horizontal, in the vertical? Can we pull in those directions? Or are we using kind of the wrong muscles? When we pull, we see people pulling up here with their upper traps. Sorry for the audio only folks. So mechanics is something that if you don't have it nailed down, you might be driving with the emergency brake on basically, or again, your brake pads are off or your wheels are off. And these things are going to add up as you do more and more reps. It might not even add up or you might not really feel it in the first year. It might take you 10 years of doing whatever the exercise is. If you just start running a running program, it might take you a while for that to really cause some serious damage. But again, I'd rather avoid it. I'd rather you avoid it. I want us to all be healthier. So mechanics, hopefully we can all see the importance of that, but it's easy to overlook. So I'm just re-emphasizing step one, mechanics or form. Step two is consistency. So I'm gonna to commit to doing five days a week of 30 minutes of exercise a day. That's just an example. Maybe it's the CrossFit model of three days on, one day off. Three days on, one day off. I'm gonna keep that cycle going. Those three days should be designed in a way that allows me to uh, not be overly beat up in three days and I only need that one day to recover. So that's gonna depend a lot on your age your training age, so how long have you been training if you were a college athlete um, or if you're, if you're in your geriatric period. Um, these are things we wanna consider. So consistency is super important and we can accomplish so much more over the course of a year and my kind of tagline of getting 1% better every day rather than do one day of exercise or two days of exercise a week and take the other five off. Um, and, and just being inconsistent with it is not going to get us anywhere near as far as doing five minutes every single day. So find a way to be consistent. If you're busy, there's definitely ways we can get you, uh, working better, being healthier. So the really simple example I'll give, if you're say a nine to five type worker, um, again, now with zoom and everything, there's all sorts of different stuff going on that's changing people's schedules, but bottom line is for productivity, do a 20 minute block of work, do one or two minutes of exercise. 20 back to work, 20 minutes, one or two minutes of exercise. And it doesn't have to be exercise in the sense of, you know, squats and push-ups. It can be quick stretch, um, whatever it is, just get moving, break out of that kind of work pa pattern. It gives your brain a rest. There's ways that you can actually utilize this to get much more efficient at work. So mechanics, step two, consistency. Also progressive overload is another concept I'm gonna put in there uh, without getting too geeked out on it. Uh, so consistency also including, or actually we'll, we'll call it the third step here, intensity. So intensity, we want to gradually increase the level of intensity, progressive overload of intensity, meaning we want to, let's use running as, as a simple example, is if I want to train for a marathon, that's 26.2 miles, I have my Y down, I want to complete that marathon because I'm raising money for cancer, breast cancer research, and I have a family member who uh, is either battling that or... I had a, a, fam, a loved one that passed away from that. So that's a th something that means a lot to me. So it's, it might help me continue and, and really train hard for that, which is we've seen the way that you know, our brains work. This is a concept that works really well. So the next step would be, okay, how, what's my current fitness level? 
if I have zero running background, we can take you, and, and there's programs out there, really simple ones you, that take you from couch potato to marathon in whatever it is, eight weeks, right? But again, it's all meant to kind of gradually expose you to a little bit more and more and more. The really easy answer to increasing your intensity is 10% overall. Now, it's very tricky to calculate that. So again, what's really popular right now during this COVID lockdown situation is we see Peloton and these home exercise classes, most of them are not very individualized to you, all right? Um, and, and it's up to you to kind of figure out how to navigate that. Um, and again, I, I see people really liking doing an exercise class, uh, having that sense of community, doing the Peloton high intensity piece and having that kind of, you know, it's easy to look at those numbers, have that thing, doesn't take a lot of setup, it gets you, your heart pumping, it feels a burn in your legs. These are not the most important things in the grand scheme of things to me when it really comes to, are you getting fitter? But if it's getting you moving in the right direction and it fits into a whole big picture. So again, for those who I know doing Peloton, let me get on a call with you. Let me show you some ways that you can undo being in this saddle down position where you're crunching down and you're compressing your lungs and you're actually putting yourself in a kind of worse position. Hip flexors are tight. Let's undo some of that by stretching out your hip flexors, things like that. So the other part of that too is, okay, so you're doing 40 minutes of intense exercise. It's not 40 minutes all out, but it might be 10 minutes of intensity there. Whatever it is, we can look at that, whatever that program is and say, okay, if we're gonna design it for you, let's make sure we're increasing the intensity um, a little by little. And it's also important to note, intensity is the last bit of these three things. Mechanics, consistency, intensity. And this is a model that I did steal from CrossFit, so I wanna give them credit um, as, as I went through their educational series over the last decade or so. Um, so, mechanics, consistency, intensity, um, it should be last, that intensity piece. So you shouldn't be jumping, being thrown in a class or jumping into something where you're going really intense, although intensity is an important thing. If you can do mechanics and you get your form down and you stay consistent with it for a while, we can start progressing how intense you're working. Uh, so all sorts of other ways we can think about intensity. Hopefully I'll touch on these topics. RPE, rate of perceived exertion. So at the, during it, we can, we can track your heart rate. That's a correlate to intensity. Um, we can ask you how difficult is this zero to 10? So, and if you say it's a seven out of 10, you know, that, that gives us good information. It helps to have a coach, to have these conversations with somebody who's familiar with these concepts. If you're out there by yourself doing a Peloton class, um, and I don't, I'm not trying to pick on Peloton by any means, but it's something that um, we wanna be able to keep an eye on and, and again, utilize so that you're getting more out of your time in the gym. Uh, one of my biggest drivers, one of my whys, talking about that first kind of zero step, is uh, helping people avoid wasting a lot of time. So I do see a lot of folks on the elliptical in the gym. And again, I'm glad that they're moving. I'm glad that they're exercising. It's better than nothing. But I know within with my heart of hearts and with my brain of brains that I've done all this research and, and reading and uh, looking into the research that there are a lot of things they could be doing in a much shorter period of time that would challenge them. But again, that's a good thing in the grand scheme of things. And that's where we have a conversation. And again, not everyone's gonna, gonna love you know, jumping into it and there are ways we can, we can kind of compromise on saying, hey, if you lift a little bit of weights and it, you take 10 minutes out of that hour that you're in the gym, instead of doing an hour of elliptical, 
or whatever and just reading a magazine or watching TV while you're moving, again, I love that you're moving. I love that you're here in the gym. But I think if you did 10 minutes of exercise, of, of lifting weights especially, you're going to get so much more benefit out of that. And we can do that safely. And we could do it in a way that it's going to significantly improve your overall fitness, not just your ability to stay on a elliptical for, for an hour, which again, I've seen people do for a year or, or longer. And again, it works for them to some extent, but in the long term, it's, it's not the most optimal way. And again, like I, it's a tricky thing, especially with all the politics going on right now. Um, should I be telling you how to live your life? Different conversation to some extent, right? But, but again, if you're down for it, I'm here to help guide you based on the, the thing I study, which is the human body and help you develop this strength and conditioning program. So I'm going to leave it there, guys. Um, I, I keep forgetting to say in the beginning, but if you uh, like the channel, if you, if you like what I'm doing here, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave a comment below. Um, if you have questions, I'm going to do some upcoming episodes with some friends, and uh, I'm going to have them kind of co-host and, and ask me some of the questions coming in. So if you have questions, anything at all about health, wellness, any of the topics we've covered so far, things you want to see me cover uh, based on my, my kind of numerous years of um, being in the field, expertise, uh, having a doctorate in physical therapy, being in the strength and conditioning space, I'd love to keep helping you guys provide value. So um, shoot them over, comment below, appreciate you, get 1% better every single day. Let me help you on that. Reach out to me if you have any questions at all. And again, peace. Hope you're staying safe. Crazy times here in 2020. So hopefully when you hear this, uh, we're all nice and healthy and feeling good. All right. Take care.